Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin another broadcast. It's Tuesday here on Political Coffee. And we are going to be joined by, as we normally are on Tuesdays, by State Senator Dennis Linthicum to talk about a number of things, including what Mark Thielman talked about yesterday. And that is, why is it that the dismissal of his and Senator Linthicum's and others lawsuit, federal lawsuit, why is it back in the news? I'm going to talk about that because it happened some time ago. Nothing new here. We'll get into that uh, in a moment. Tonight is political coffee clutch night, folks. Come and join us at 6 o'clock at the Honky Tonk Barn Grill. It's right next to the Salem Airport there on McGillcrest. Can't miss it. It's on McGillcrest Street, Honky Tonk Barn Grill, 6 to 8. Oregon People's Vote will be doing the second half of their meeting. As they're joining us, since we are so blessed that Diana, the owner of the Honky Tonk, has given us a very quiet two-hour time block to come in, have dinner, and I urge you all to do that. And talk about things that matter for liberty, and that's what Diana stands for. One of the reasons that she's given, she's foregone what is normally karaoke? Now they're just delaying karaoke till eight o'clock at night, giving us this opportunity. So let's say thank you. Not only show up tonight and learn some interesting things, like bring your petitions about the uh, repeal or the opportunity to vote on repealing, because that's all it is—just a vote to repeal. The New Salem City Income Tax. Bring your petitions. Nick Hill, Marion and Polk first, will be our main speaker. And Nick will be talking about the latest and truly some of the interesting little nuances inside and out of who's eligible to sign and who isn't. Who gives, who's going to be able to vote for it and who won't. Because not everybody who has a Salem address, in fact, can sign legally and will be able to vote on it. Not everybody. Is That's interesting. Nick will be there to talk about that, to get your petitions. He'll turn them in for you. And also to hand out new petitions. Folks, we have, in reality, till about August 6th, they have to be turned in on the 9th. Oregon Business and Industry, which is behind the petition, and Marion and Polk first are coordinating their efforts together. They need some time to look at the petitions. That's why we want you to hand them in now. To look at the petitions, correct any errors so that they aren't thrown out, the signatures. This is going to be tight, folks. Now, I would love it if we could turn in twice as many signatures like three or four days before the deadline, just to send a powerful message to the arrogant members, and not all the members of the Salem City Council voted for this, you know that. 
but to the arrogant ones who refused to listen to the will of the people. Uh, just, just read the leftist news stories acknowledging what? Acknowledging that this, in fact, that almost all of the opposite, almost everybody testifying, written or otherwise, testified against this thing. Almost everybody. Tonight. Also, Fairly Nelson of Unify Oregon. You know, she gave us a, a powerful story of her life coming, coming from being a communist, folks, an activist. She spoke at the, the Honky Tonk, you know, at our political coffee class some time ago. She's going to be joining us tonight to talk about their event coming up this Saturday. So come tonight to the Honky Tonk. And I'm going to do something different, something special that involves you. Here's what it is. I'm not going to tell you why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do this. We're going to play the Jason Aldean song, which, by the way, is now number two in the nation. Not on iTunes, <laughs> but on the Billboard charts, folks. We're going to play it. Okay? And then I'm going to ask you for how it made you feel, your impressions of it. Now, we are a group, obviously, of conservatives. So, I mean, I expect that you're going to view this music video as from, from that viewpoint. And, and I get that, and, and I think that, that's fine. But there's something else I'm looking for. And I'm going to ask Avis, because I know she's listening. And I know she'll be there tonight. I'm going to ask Avis to take notes of what you say. Now, tonight, uh, Anna from Oregon People's Vote is, is going to be joining us, uh, I believe, along with Ian. Talk about what they're doing. But they're also bringing their sound system. That has wireless mics. And we're going to be walking around tonight with a wireless mic so that you can talk about your impressions or you can ask questions of our speakers. Your impressions of this music video. And this, this is important. And, and again, there's a reason I'm doing this. And I'm going to ask Avis to record those impressions. We're doing that tonight. I also hope to uh, to be able to play for you at least most of Steve Bannon's incredibly powerful speech at CPAC. Now, we'll just see how much time we have. I mean, that, that's kind of going to be optional, to be honest with you. But it is it was powerful because it's a call to action, folks. And it's inspiring. So that's what's on the table for today. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. By the way, speaking of the Jason Aldean song, there is a cool video of some black dudes celebrating Jason Aldean's song. Try that in a small town. These are black dudes that are wearing 
big old belt buckles. Ain't that cool? Black dudes from the South. See, conservatism is just not a white thing, folks. In fact, it shouldn't be a white thing. And it ain't racist either. I'll bet you this could be something that, you know, if this song comes up in conversations, persuadable conversations with people, right? Because that's what the whole purpose of the show. And that's what we ask you to do. If this song comes up, the topic of it, try that in a small town. Wouldn't it be interesting to say, hey, have you seen the rumble video of these black dudes agreeing with Jason Aldean's song? And they're wearing these big old belt buckles. <laughs> By the way, Avis sent me an email. She, she had a dentist appointment, and apparently the dentist office was closed, and, and this lady pulls up and, and also tried to get in, and then she started a conversation with her. She had the Salem tax flyer and the movie flyer. I asked her if she'd, I'm reading from Avis's email, by the way, you want to send me an email, it's easy. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. You can also call 503-589-1220. is the power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Anyway, she says, I asked her if she had heard about the payroll tax or about the movie. No on either one. She read the flyers halfway and told me I was not very well informed. She did not believe there was any such thing as trafficking going on in Polk County. She asked, how could I know that? I said, reports that are on file. She didn't believe me. And she said, if that were true, I should have put a link on the flyer. I tried to explain to her these flyers are to help people to do some investigating. She said, I tried to switch gears and told her my great-grandfather would want me making informative flyers. He came from Germany in 1881 with only a satchel in hand. She said her family came from Germany. And she asked, your grandfather was a Democrat? I said, no, he was a Republican. She said, how do you know that? I said, because I have paperwork to prove it. Then I stepped in it when I asked her if she heard about House Bill 2002. No, what's that about? The lady replied. Said, for starters, a 10-year-old girl can get escorted to receive an abortion without her parents knowing. Before I could finish, she said, my daughter would have that abortion. She totally missed the part about without her parents knowing. She kept cutting me off saying she didn't believe me and told me I was not very well informed. I said, I guess you are not informed either then because you don't know about the payroll tax, the movie, or the 2000 to Bill. I said, so we can call this a draw. Luckily, we got called for our appointments. My dentist was very interested in the flyers and was glad to get them. Now, I share that email with you because the, the provisions of House Bill 2002, even to this day, still allow parents to be completely cut out of the loop and criminals to grow free for impregnating a minor girl, including girls 10 years of age or younger. Remember the story about in Iowa, the nine-year-old girl impregnated, who 
who got an abortion across state lines by impregnated by an illegal alien who admitted to it, going to jail. It happens, folks, and it happens in Oregon. Yes, it does. How is it? I mean, th- this is so out of the realm of common sense that people don't believe it. The same thing is true with the Sound of Freedom movie, trafficking. It is happening. Oregon, Portland specifically, is the number one or was the number one destination of human trafficking, prostitution, folks. Did you know that? It's true. It's been that for a long time. There are two organizations based in Portland that rescue children involved that are trafficked in the sex slave. That's right. And in fact, the Salem House of Prayer down on Liberty Street in Salem is in a former bar that used to traffic young girls and women for sex. And they have come back as Christians and told their story at the church. It's true. It's happening. And it's happening right here. People don't believe it, but they will at least become aware of it if you let them know like Avis did. 620 back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, the number to call is 503-589-1220. It's the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. We'll get to Ronnie in a moment. Avis, thank you for putting out your email flyer about the Honky Tonk Political Coffee Clatch meeting tonight. Six to eight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We have the first hour. Again, people's vote will have the second hour. They're going to update you on all the things they're doing that is really so important. Because it is, folks. By the way, um, something else that's important, I mean, it's important to me is, you know, I'm building a new home right now. And we've got walls coming up and, you know, things are going to happen fast. Um, And one of the things that's going to happen in the end is I got to have flooring laid and I've got to have trim work done. You know, the finish work. The stuff that matters because you're going to look at it. I'm going to look at it the rest of my life. And you... That's where Eric Azer and Righteous Renovations comes in. Yesterday, I had a conversation with Eric because he's going to do that work for me. What I didn't know was, yeah, the price of lumber has been coming down, but there's an opportunity to change the wood trim in, in my home to actual real wood trim. 
because the stuff that we had originally quoted in this package of lumber and so forth didn't include real wood trim. It included fake wood trim. This is real wood. And the reason, and I would not have known that. In fact, we're probably going to switch to it. I'm just waiting for them to get back to me on the true price because lumber prices have come down. Wood prices have come down. I wouldn't have known that had I not been talking to Eric about this project. That's just an example of one of the many benefits you get when you work with Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations. So many little nuances of tile work, of remodeling, of adding an addition, all these things are so important. There's a lot of nuances to that. And you want to work with someone who's experienced, but also who you can trust, and you can, to really have your best interest at heart. He's totally transparent and open with you. That's a really cool thing, and it's very unusual in the contracting world. So check it out for yourself. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Let's go to Ronnie who's on the line. Ronnie, good morning, brother. Very much. Three things. Uh... They did some uh, child trafficking in Dallas, up in the hills there, in Western Bolt County. Wow. Yeah, my former, uh, well, my current vice chairman's across the way from where she lives at. 35 people. They won't tell you how many minors that was involved in that. Same thing in Douglas County. Same thing in Josephine County. It's always Western. And even out. In the corners of Paris, uh, Deer Island, and Klatskanai, our way back towards by Astoria. You know, they don't talk about that. Yeah, and, the, you know, the song by Jason Aldean, I agree. Because yes. I, I had Antifa three years ago. Remember, they tried to come to Dallas. And I was yeah, there with my right. boy home and my Small King towns. James. Yeah, it's just my damn town. Like I tell them, you either respect it, and there was there besides the two hundred uh, sheriffs and police that was there, there was seven private citizens. We won't allow it. You're not going to make it into L.A. You're going to get the same lesson as World War One, World War Two, and the Korean vets and the early Vietnam vets when they did this Great Society Plan Part One in L.A., especially from ninety first to one hundred twentieth Street. They didn't allow the gang members. And if they did, yeah, we, uh, they got two inches and a T-ball bat for those World ones, so they can swing very little and be very effective. The second time, <laughs> they got the death wish. And I lived through it. And I ain't playing no jokes. And the way I feel about it, it ain't a color thing. It's a value thing. You mess with our kids, just like this thing, I find out. It'll be a big Jake moment. That's straight up. Because that's the way we're supposed to. We'll work peacefully. But don't think that you, your si- our silence is, gives consent to uh, misery. That's straight up. Right? To be like that, Jeff, but the Lord says you can only be hot or cold. I've seen enough death in my short life of 56 years, especially 50 years ago. Or what my foster father seen what Joseph Mengelis did in Berlin, Budapest, uh, Krakow, and uh, was the capital of uh, Poland and Vienna. 
that Joseph Mingler did to young kids and teenagers. He told me a story 30, 35 years ago at Salton Sea and, you know, what was 1921 degrees. Phoenix been over 30 days over 100 degrees. They don't, they try to revite, yeah. insert, and blow up bull sugar. But like my foster father, Raymond Lamar Lindsay, was saying, he says, People are going to be what they want to be if you let them. If you let your town comply to Hitler's, Stalin's, Mao's, Franco's, Pinochet's, Idi Amin's, and Africa will, then you reap what you sow. Liberty is not meant to just sit there and let it. That's right. How true. Blow How very, true. very true. Ronnie. You said something powerful, and I want you to say it again, time and time again. This ain't a color thing. This is a values thing. Value thing, and just like Montgomery Gentry, it's my town. That's, That's right. right. Jason Aldean's song, we're going to play it tonight. I want to see and record your reactions. Thanks, Ronnie. It's 6.30. No problem. Back God bless you, brother. With State Senator Dennis Linthicum. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yes, there we go. I know. I, I forgot to push the button. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> There's political news in Oregon, and we're going to get to it just quick, quickly before we get to State Senator Dennis Lithicum, who joins us on uh, Tuesdays. Tina Kotek remains the country's least popular governor. Oopsies. It's this quarterly poll that has taken... It's the morning consult poll. It is not a conservative poll by any stretch of the imagination. The least popular governor in the United States of America, folks. Tobias Reed, who is the state treasurer, has announced that he is going to run for secretary of state. Remember, secretary of state, because we have no lieutenant governor, is second in line to become governor, which is how we got Kate Brown. Because of John Kitzhaber's obvious selling of his office for personal gain. Which is what he did, which is why he had to resign. Oh, and you gotta love this story in The Federalist today. By Margot Cleveland, who's one of their staff lawyers. With the headline, only an impeachment inquiry can unravel the Biden family corruption and the Fed's role in it. Yes, you heard me right. The FBI, the Department of Justice, not only turning a blind eye, but explicitly 
stopping it from going any further. It's time for the impeachment inquiry. Even the rhino speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, is warming up to that issue. It's about time. Also talking about the Jason Aldean song, we're going to play it tonight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. And I want to observe, I want to get your reactions to it. And there's a reason why. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I will tell you later. But I want to get your reactions to it. And there is a great video, and I'll have all of this on the show plan, by the way, of these black dudes wearing big belt buckles celebrating Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town. Tonight, Fairly Nelson, the former communist who spoke at our political coffee class, she is going to be talking about their big event they're having coming that's coming up this Saturday, Unify Oregon. And... Nick Hill, the Marion Polk Firk, is going to be talking about the effort to gather signatures to put to a vote to the people of the new Salem City income tax. You'll be gathering your signed petition sheets, so bring them tonight to the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill from 6 to 8. Nick Hill will be there answering your questions, and he'll be passing out additional sheets. All of that's happening tonight, folks. It's going to be a big night, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, at 7 o'clock. So we, we have the first hour from 6 to 7, to seven for the 7 to 8 hour, because we have a two-hour time block that Diana, owner of Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, has so graciously given us. 7 to 8 is Oregon People's Vote. Joining us right now is State Senator Dennis Lithicum. Senator, thanks for um, being making yourself available on Tuesday to come talk to us about things that matter politically. So why is it that this old news story is back in the news about the lawsuit that you were party of, Mark Thielman's lawsuit in the federal court? Why is it back in the news? Yeah, good morning, Jeff. There's a, I don't think it's um, back in the news for any reason, um, really, other than every every time the um, the state gets the opportunity to make the propaganda, to make the news media pick up a story, to assert their false claims that everything was straightforward and the election was. Um, perfectly, uh, somewhat like the vaccines, perfectly safe and secure, um, they get the chance to promote that language that manipulate people's minds and um, get them to fall back asleep again. And, um, you know, the main thing that happened was um, the Secretary of State Fagan resigned in disgrace. You'll remember that from a couple of months yep. ago. And right. the the, um, the governor substituted an individual named LeVon Griffin Velade, and um, that's the new Secretary of State. So the court changed the appellee name from Thielman versus Fagan, which actually rings a little easier in people's minds to um, Thielman versus uh, Griffin Velade, and that's a little bit harder to say, but nothing's changed. We still have a petition to expedite the, to get this to the SCOTUS because there are clear violations in all aspects of this. And 
we we want um, we want somebody to take this seriously. The rhetoric from the highest levels of government at the federal level and the state level um, make anybody, uh, you know, kind of rhetorically, they make anybody who says, wait a minute, I'm aware of fraud. I'm aware that in my own life, for example, my my son's wife gets a ballot at her parents' home. She gets a ballot at their new home and a ballot at our house. And um, and since that time, quote unquote, they've moved to um, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And so um, there's a lot of ballots floating around in the state of Oregon that can get um, filtered and um, put into the ballot box. And nobody seems to be paying attention. The voter rolls are atrocious and um, done so strategically by law. The Oregon Democratic Party, the majority party, has um, created all of these loopholes that are tremendous loopholes for potential fraud. Now, whether there was actual fraud or not can only be uh, ascertained by looking at it, by investigating, by reviewing. That's what we're looking for. We say it's time to review this. Why aren't we reviewing this? Why aren't we making sure this is consistent and the people can have full confidence in their elected um, vote counting as it should here in America? So. Mark Thielman believes that uh, because this is going to be um, appealed directly to the Supreme Court of the United States and bypassing the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, he believes the state of Oregon is going to agree with that, which normally they wouldn't. He thinks it's because they want this matter dispelled, done away with. They want it dismissed. They they don't want SCOTUS to take it up because they want to be able to say that it, it has no merit, just like the magistrate said in dismissing it. There is no standing here. No, no, they want that result because they want it off the table. What do you think about that? Is, is that kind of the reasoning why the state of Oregon would say, yeah, let's take it right away to SCOTUS? Well, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. All the, see, the the real problem is uh, the political parties, the majority party at the federal level and um, at the state level, have infected all of the political structures. They've poisoned the courts. They've poisoned um, the uh, high elected offices. Um, they um, have taken millions, billions, actually, billions of dollars from Oregon taxpayers, and they're um, funneling those resources. Um, every, every contract that gets picked up by, uh, you know, for, let's say, Governor Kotek has a housing project, and it's 300 um, a 300-room complex in downtown Portland or whatever, the individuals that bid for that contract and get that contract and is you realize there's a lot of money to be made in a construction contract with state government and there's overruns and there's whatever. And, and none of that money, um, the $300 million allocated to that, for example, um, none of that money 
um, accounts for the Section 8 housing costs in perpetuity. So now you've right. got um, right. goes ongoing. On that's right. You've got ongoing maintenance. You've got people who are disincentivized from working. And now that they're disincentivized from working, they'll continue to stay on Section, out, uh, Section 8 housing because uh, they actually have a property right to that um, uh, entitlement. And then that entitlement, how do you ever, quote, get rid of that entitlement? How do you ever get somebody back into the marketplace? How do you ever develop their skills and have them um, become a, a meritorious performer within our um, society. It, it really becomes difficult when the state is encouraging failure at every turn. That's why homelessness is exploding in Portland is because they encourage failure. That, um, and Sadly true. Unfortunately, that, Senator, we're, we're at the end of our time. We'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to your next newsletter. Yeah, you bet. It, uh, I, I'm. I've. I always struggle with these ideas. How do you say the things you want to say? Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Yeah, it's going to get hot again there today. As soon as the clouds burn off, we're back in the mid-80s. If you're not comfortable at home, because the old AC just ain't working right, maybe in your business, it's just time for you to call Freedom Heating and Air. Give them a buzz. They'll come out to your home or your business right away. 503-580-1456. They'll get it fixed. And maybe it's just time for you to upgrade. Because you know what? The hot days, it's almost August. That's traditionally when we get the hottest days of the year. Don't suffer through the heat. Call Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Senator Linthicum, by the way, uh, puts out this weekly newsletter or bi-weekly, and in it, he usually has some, some incredibly good quotes. And he sent me one. It's actually, it, is, it was written a long, long time ago, and it has to do with human nature. And it was written by Friedrich Bastiat. Was a French economist long, long time ago, hundreds of years ago. Here's what he said, and I quote, and I got this from Senator Linthicum who sent this to me. Quote, when misguided public opinion honors what is despicable and despises what is honorable, punishes virtue and rewards vice, encourages what is harmful, discourages what is useful, applauds falsehood and smothers truth under indifference or insult, a nation turns its back on progress and can be restored only by the terrible 
lessons of catastrophe. See, there's nothing new about, I mean, that everything Bastiat said, based on his understanding from hundreds of years ago, he, he wrote this hundreds of years ago, folks. Everything he understood about human history and the proclivity of man to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Everything I just read to you is precisely what's happening in America today. Is it not? Think about it. It is. Some emails for you. Layla from Lane County, activist friend of mine, I hope and I think we'll be at the honky-tonk. Yes, people drive from Eugene and Portland and Clackamas County and other places. We've got Janice Dysinger coming, by the way, tonight at the uh, honky-tonk bar and grill. Her and Anna of Oregon People's Vote work together very closely. They're going back to the Mike Lindell event. I'm not going to be able to make it this year. As you know, I went last year. Can't do it because I'm busy building this house and, and I've got a ton of farm work. Anyway, Layla um, will be up here tonight from Lane County. She said, if Salem residents, she wants to know if they've crossed the one-to-one ratio of employees, public employees versus private employees. And if that's how the tax got in, I would say no. I would say we haven't. Not yet. And I will say that that's evidenced by the overwhelming opposition from state workers and government employees who dared to testify or submit testimony to the Salem City Council about opposing this income tax. I would say no, they've not gotten there. Now, that may play into other votes and things that happen, like who gets elected to the Salem City Council. Nick Hill from Uh, Marion and Polk first, we'll be talking about that also tonight. Candidates who might be filing to run for a Salem City Council speak, including, I'm going to let a little bit of the cat out of the bag, I'm not going to name a name, but including somebody who shows up regularly at the political coffee clutch, honky-tonk bar and grill, tonight at 6 to 8 Come and join us, Fairleigh Nelson of Unify Oregon, Nick Hill, talking about what Marion Polk First is trying to accomplish, not only with gathering signatures to put to a vote a repeal of the Salem City income tax, but also electing people to the Salem City Council who will not put such a tax forward. It's all happening tonight, folks. Come and join us. We're going to play that song, the Jason Aldean song, and I want to see your reactions. Not to tell you why. And I'm going to ask Avis, Avis, listen to me right now, going to ask you to make those notes. Talk about that. I want to know. Doug writes an email about political language. Freedom is the right to say two plus two e- equals four. It's also the opportunity to be what we never thought we would be. Freedom is dangerous. The only thing more dangerous is not having it. 
Amen, brother. He continues, in times of universal deceit, speaking the truth is a revolutionary act. Political language has to consist largely of euphemisms, question begging, and sheer cloudy vagueness. People say that speaking certain words could be dangerous to society, and they argue for censorship. Truth is that certain words are dangerous for those who runs societies. Yeah, dangerous for those who believe in tyranny. Exactly correct. Folks, our liberty, oh, by the way, um, unbelievable what lawyers will argue. There's a Democrat law firm. I just saw this scrolling across Real America's Voice uh, news show with Ed Henry. It's a Democrat law firm that's arguing that you putting your mail-in ballot in the mail is less secure. U.S. Postal Service is less secure than a ballot drop box. Can you believe that? After the 2,000 Mules video, don't believe your lying eyes with all the video of multiple people stuffing multiple ballots in a day or several days in a row. Don't believe your lying eyes after seeing all of that because it hadn't been debunked, folks. Ballot drop boxes, they argue, are more secure than a postal service box, your P.O. box. This is why we hate lawyers, because they do stuff like that. Yeah, I know, Tafari Campbell is another White House chef that mysteriously drowns. There's a video, by the way, about him taking swimming lessons. Apparently, he drowned off of Barack Obama's $12 million mansion in Martha's How did Obama amass such wealth? Trump's going to be indicted maybe today, folks. So just expect another bump in the poll numbers. Unbelievable. It's all happening, folks. See you tomorrow. See you tonight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, 6 o'clock for the Coffee Clap.